1: Check, check. Yo, what's going on everybody? This is Mega Ran and it is Matt Mania once again on episode 36. We are talking Royal Rumble. Got a good homie on the show, my special guest, my man Russell, aka Rated R. He's a dope rapper, wrestling head, journalist. Man, just a really good guy. I had the pleasure of meeting. Actually through my homie T. Hall, so shout out to him. Speaking of, I got to see him last night. Rocking with Talib Kweli and Styles P on the 7 tour Felt good to hear some good hip-hop, so um, I recommend you check that tour out if it's in your area Also, working on a lot of things, tours of course, as always, are happening Uh, That'll be happening in March, February 28th with MC Lars So be on the lookout But before that though, uh, Royal Rumble weekend, I'll be in San Antonio Where the Royal Rumble is uh, for PAX South and rumble activities. I'll actually be playing a rap show with uh the one and only Merce at this the Corova, which is uh 107 East Martin uh, in San Antonio, myself, Merce, Bitforce, Oh my, Lotus Tribe, and more. Gonna be really dope. Gonna have a great time. Bitforce is a band that's gonna be backing me. They were also backing me when I got engaged, so you might have heard them on that video and other stuff. They're dope i love those guys so lots going on man it's um almost wrestlemania season uh so i'm actually about to announce an event that's happening there tickets are going to be available real soon probably by the time this comes out so head to the social.org to get more information but this show is going to be insane it's Matt Mania: the revenge this will be the release party for Matt Mania Two, this is actually the first time I've ever announced this. And uh, music by me and Link's Kinetic, Sotfried, IQ, Teak Hall, Etern, Jackson, Parody, Ben Briggs, Oh Super, More and More and More. It's gonna be so dope. So can't wait to get, get that to you. It's happening Friday, March 31st, 2017, at the Social Downtown Orlando, 7 p.m. to 2 a.m early admits if you're a vip 18 plus tickets at the social.org uh, also ceo is helping out with that big shout out to alex Jabaley, who's going to be bringing game system streaming and tournaments to that show gonna be crazy we got a lot going on as always so thank you so much for supporting i mentioned last week um on social media that i'm having trouble with my host provider um So podcasts are going to be a little more sparingly at this point because of the space and the time that it takes me to do this. So if you are listening, there's only one way I can find out is if you're sharing, you're tweeting, and you're leaving, you're leaving, you're leaving reviews online. So if you're doing that, uh, please continue to do so and let people know that the show exists because without you telling people, they don't know. And I just want to know that the effort that I put in on the show is worth that and of course i'm sure it is because i love it but i just want to make sure you're getting it and not being like oh man i didn't get that i didn't even know you did a podcast you know i used to do another podcast and the most frustrating thing is doing things that people don't actually get to hear or enjoy because they just don't know it's happening so that's why i prefer podcasts over like internet radio where you do something that it comes on once and you don't know when the replay time is and Sometimes they don't put up the right episodes I don't know man, it gets frustrating So I like the fact that this is completely Controlled by me, there is Absolutely no Advertiser sponsor money Going into this, it's just me and you Having real conversations about Things that we like, like wrestling And video games, speaking of video games I'm on chapter 10 or 11 on Final Fantasy 15, really Enjoying it still, so That's what I'm playing right now um uh, just started on uh Transformers Devastation, which is also really dope. Um, I'm late on that, I know. But that's what I'm doing right now. Playing games, getting ready for tour, and uh, working on new merch ideas too. So uh Matt Mania Vinyl is coming this spring, right on time for WrestleMania. Anyway, me and um Brady Dark get to talk. We talk about his favorite super superstar ever, which I'm sure you could guess by his name, and as well as lots of news, lots of hot takes, lots of opinions on what's happening on Raw and SmackDown, and even Wrestle Kingdom. We talk about it all. So thank you again for supporting. Um, if you do like this show and want it to continue, uh, please jump on over to our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Bits and Rhymes. B-I-T-S-A-N-D-R-H y-m-e-s all spelled correctly because our mama's us right um thank you for that and i appreciate your support um also i have an amazon referral link that i'll be able to put into future uh posts so you know it'll kick a little something back to the show again we're trying to keep the show advertiser free in order to just give it to you the way it is i don't want to sit on here and say yo i love bush pins don't you love pushpins? I need them. Pushpins are the best. Boom. I don't want to do that. I want to be able to talk about the things that I actually like to talk about. Like wrestling and video games and comic books. Anyway, let's get on with the show. It's Matt Mania, episode 36. Thank you so much for being here. Royal Rumble, Um, I will be out there. PAX East, I will be out there. See you there. All right. It's Mega Ran. It's Matt Mania. With special guest rated R. Ring the bell, y'all. Check, check. Okay. Three, two, one. Yo, what's going on everybody? This is mega rant It's Matt Mania. We back. It's episode 36. Got a special guest in the virtual building. It's not really. Well, I'm sure he's in the
0: building. <laughs> he's in the building and I'm in the building. Yeah. It's not the yeah, same, I'm, in the build this, I'm in the building. I'm um, in <laughs> the building. oh But rated all the spot. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry to ask <laughs> hey, me, rated all. How y'all doing? Um I didn't get a vignette or anything, and this is like my debut, so it's like, it's a cold, it's gonna be a cold debut, but we yeah, gonna, we gonna make a, it work. <laughs>
1: you get a cold open, like, but you know what? Kurt Angle got that, and look where
0: he's at. Yeah, yeah, true. No, I think I see, <laughs> did we see like a video or two for Kurt?
1: Maybe, maybe, but like, I feel like he just showed up. It, it was just yeah. like a match
0: on a pay-per-view and- <laughs> But you know, we could do something that never been done before. Like Brock just showed up out of nowhere. This could be like a Brock type of thing. He didn't have a debut, he didn't have a own vignette. He true. just came. He just came through, Big Show in not right. one. A lot of people- Yeah, couldn't. let's go. I can come up under the ring, in the building. Come somewhere. up under
1: the ring and destroy the whole the set and then boom, <laughs> here
0: we go. All right, Break so, the cage. <laughs> So, radar, <laughs> what's what's good, sir? Hey, um, everything's good. 2017, a lot of good wrestling since the calendar changed. I've been just caught up in everything. The tournament from the weekend. Good. good. Oh man, like Tyler Bate, thats like my new favorite wrestler right now.
1: Yo, he's dope. I wanted to get I'm into that, that too. With that, I haven't, I haven't gotten a chance to finish watching the UK <laughs> tournament, so I'm really looking forward to getting into that. But that oh, dude, that's dope.
0: Sec- that, that second day.
1: Yeah, that second day everything went up with 11 on that second day. Nice. All right, so before we start getting into wrestling, let me just talk to you about your beginning, your origin story. So now that you've made the debut, now we go into the vignette. So,
0: what's the (laughs) The backstory?
1: Tell tell the people about what's your what is your history with wrestling? Like, what's your earliest wrestling memory? How did you get into this? How long you been into it?
0: What's what's the difference so uh, that's, this is, it's like, this question ties into pretty much the whole, it's gonna, everything's gonna tie together with this because my first earliest memory is my first wrestling memory. Like my first memory is a wrestling memory. Wow. I remember being my mother and my father and that's another thing. So everything kind of like ties into one. Um, it was a Saturday Night Main event. Now that I'm older, I know what it was, but at the time I just remembered it as like watching Macho Man jump off. And hit Ricky Steamboat over the over the barricade. Yeah, and just remember watching my parents react to that, laughing. And I'm I'm little, and that's the first thing I remember. <laughs> and that kind of tied, I'm an only child, so that kind of ties me to my parents. And I always held on to that. And from there, to, it just grew organically. I always watched wrestling, and then I started actually diving into it. So it have been here, I've been around my whole life, pretty much. Like, I took one I took one time off, and that's after Booker T lost to Triple H clean at WrestleMania. I stopped watching. And when the Rain of terror started, I was gone for like a year, and then I came back, and I, I was the only time I, I stopped watching wrestling.
1: Dope, dope. Okay, that's similar to mine. I was the only child, and it was my older cousins who got me into it. They were watching it, they were going crazy, and I was like, "What are they yelling at the TV about?" You know, so <laughs> so that got me into it. It may have been a Saturday Night's main event as well. Um,
0: yeah, you know, cause back then I don't know if it was a lot of stuff on TV, but it, it, it wasn't that many channels, so a lot of people was watching it. And I know my um after that I kind of just held on to it, and then even um like with my father and I being in my life, I kind of hold on to those little memories about it. And then my mom's passed as well, so like throughout life we watched wrestling together. She loved the Undertaker, so every time we pop up, it reminds me of her and stuff like that. So. Yeah, it, it's been—it's kind of just ingrained in my whole life. Like school, I remember getting in trouble as a kid from when um they asked me about perfume or something, and I, I bought a Rick Martell spraying Jake the Snake <laughs> and blinded him. <laughs> like in the first grade, I remember this. And my mom—they told my mo- they told my mother that she, she they suggested I should stop watching wrestling. So she told him that she I went, when she said when I got home, she was like, Yo, You can still watch it. You just told him not to like, I didn't get to tell you not to watch wrestling. Like, you just <laughs> gotta understand it's not and that's where I kinda she tried to tell me, she tried to swamp me up, but I still didn't um I went and listen. And then there was a news report or Channel, um, I'm from New York, so Channel Nine, they had a, a news report one night. Okay. And they, they showed, um, I think it was Bob Backley talking to somebody on the ropes, like they called the spot. And I was like, oh, I started crying. My mother made fun of me. She always made fun of me for that. Like, I tried to say, it's real. No, it's real. And that was that. Nah, that was Wow. then I understood. Yeah. <laughs> Cheng exposed him. They exposed and it was Bob Backlit. Everything. It was like, he was like a like drop down, mm-hmm. jump, hop over the top and then like a boot or something. Then he did a drop kick on my eye. and everything he said he did, they had this, they had the subtitles on the bottom. Yeah it all. I'm like, oh man,
1: this <laughs> is. It was like, okay, I'm going to punch you. or you duck here or? So. Yeah, I'm like, oh I'm man, like oh, Billy,
0: I'll be a really obvious spot. That's crazy. Yeah, and i was, that was. But wow. then it, I still held on from there, but you know, it was, it was like finding out Santa Claus is not real type of thing.
1: But you still want to enjoy it and believe in, in it. it. Get, it, you still get wrapped up in the magic, like. Adults, yeah. adults don't know that Santa Claus. They know that Santa Claus is not a thing, but it's still a magical thing. So yeah, we still true. we still put up the you know the the the, the all the different you know ornaments and and designs and the stuff. <laughs> we still get into the spirit. So I understand it's the same way with wrestling. Like it doesn't have to be real. Like I was watching it with my girl and and they were arguing. I think it was the. I don't know what was happening. Oh, it was when Natty on SmackDown went Ooh. up to the. uh We're gonna get into all that, but it, she went to the <laughs> to the merch table and starts throwing stuff. Uh, she did her own version of All Truth. Yeah, and my girl was like, "This is so fake," you know, what i mean And I was like, "Well,
0: yeah, but still, <laughs> you know." Nah, so, but granted, granted, Natty, she was kind of bad on that segment. Uh, like, it
1: wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't great. Um,
0: okay the delivery of the Bret Hart line
1: was like ah oh. yeah it was a yeah. Little much. like she's, she's trying really hard but it's not I don't know man anyway we gotta get into that right. yeah, so, yeah, yeah yeah quick questions. I'll, it's, it's
0: positives about it though because yeah. if you think about it there's multiple women's stories on Smackdown like I a year like ago that. two years ago you could never say anything like that so I even know. though it's not the greatest story last week they had a nice little pull part. so it's things positive about it and we got to look at it Everybody looks at it negative We It's New Year We got to look at it The bright way Like Absolutely you know,
1: it's, it's a good thing It is a good thing
0: Alright so That's what I like to do I try to keep it positive
1: On the show But we also You know If some things are Disappointing to us We can let that be known too So this is Mad Men <laughs> Alright My first question Right at I got to ask you What are your thoughts Overall I think you just kind of Answered it On the current product Like current WWE TV Overall Where do you feel it is Now at uh, as opposed to a few years ago, or even.
0: Oh man, like if we're yeah. doing that, I lived through, we all lived through the 2009 through 2011 era, so <laughs> I'm, I'm happy with the product. We get the best wrestling on the show we had since the show was six men in every week. Like we get a lot of, mm-hmm. we get a lot of good stuff on TV. Yeah, there's things that could be better, but every product is gonna go through the changes and, and they transitioning well. Like I, I feel like some new stars could be introduced, but everything is crowded. Cause there's so many people that don't have things to do, and then you want to add new people in there, and people get left over, like and, and push it aside even further. So, like it's just a lot of talent, and I think that that's like a double-edged sword in a way. Yeah, absolutely. But the product, the product is promising, and you know this. You know this time of year, you ask you ask somebody that question until in the end of January, February, you know it's gonna be all positive because they gearing up, they give you their best stuff, getting ready for WrestleMania, Royal Rumble. Absolutely, and, you, and like if you looked at this week, the opening segment on Raw, that's like a lot of star power in the ring together at one time. Oh
1: yeah, that was insane. I don't think you would see that in the middle of the year, you know, or at another time of year, except now. When like, I was now.
0: watching the show, and it, it kind of carried the momentum from it. Like the Bailey Charlotte segment was a little, but you know. From the beginning of the show, it was a great start. Like, wow, they got Paul Heyman in here with Roman. Then they brought out Braun and Seth and everybody. I'm like, yeah, that's like gave Sami Zayn a nice, nice little shine to be in there. Yeah,
1: that was cool. Okay, so we know where you were, where what you feel about the current product, and I honestly agree. I think that there is a lot of great things happening right now, and we're getting ready for for WrestleMania season that goes through San Antonio and the Royal Rumble. This week's Raw starts off with um with something you wanted to talk about, a very uh, <laughs> special tribute to Martin Luther King because uh, Monday yeah. was Martin Luther King Day. What what did you think about the MLK intro?
0: Uh, you know, so over the years, this has come to be a, a tradition. You know, we we see it every year, and has it evolved? Before maybe it was like thirty seconds. And, you know, over the years, it gets longer and longer. But then you run out of pictures of Martin Luther King because, you know, it wasn't like they didn't have cell phones and stuff like that. So Mm. you start having to highlight other people. Yeah. So (laughs) this year, this year, they decided to, you know, it went from Martin Luther King. And then we see Rosa Parks, Mm -hmm. you know, civil rights activists. Jack. Jackie Robinson. Mm -hmm. Integrated baseball. Jack. James Brown.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Godfather of Soul. Yes. Jesse Owens. Nah. Olympic star. Yes. Nelson Mandela. Ah. You know, yes. Fought against apartheid and everything. Mm hmm. Tyler Perry. <laughs> uh, the next person was Tyler Perry. Like, uh, you can't have run out of people. Like, I don't, I, I, I was sitting there and I'm like, All right, so maybe, I'm like, okay, maybe they're just going to go into celebrities. But then next was Thurgood Marshall. And I'm like, all right. Whoa. And then after that was Ray Charles uh, and then Halle Berry. I'm like, so you just threw Tyler Perry? Like, is it? So it's not an order of importance. But then I'm like, I just couldn't figure out. I don't, like, I don't know. It's kind of me.
1: Yeah, it wasn't even like alphabetical order. So it wasn't order of importance. It wasn't like time order. They just kind of tossed them in there.
0: Now, but it kind of started off with like so, you know it did start off important and then it kind of just like tailed off I seen Chris Rock which was that made me happy yeah I had Chris know. Rock in
1: there oh, they had like Condoleezza Rice like it was it was yeah, all you know, over the place but like
0: I just thought the Tyler Perry thing kind of <laughs> stuck out to me though love. okay is it
1: because uh, let's keep it real is it because you're not particularly a fan of Tyler Perry's works or you <laughs> like do you feel like, or do you feel like Tyler Perry just doesn't belong in this conversation
0: (laughs) no I mean I guess he's done things for like being the director and everything I'm I'm not really a fan but I I don't I guess that's kind of biased as far as (laughs) me not but I'm not (laughs) like I I wasn't picking on him I just thought it was weird
1: you're definitely not the only person who doesn't you know isn't a fan of Tyler Perry's work so I understand that. I thought or it was weird. Like, that's all. In that in that context, like, wow, you know, Martin Luther King and then Tyler Perry in the same vignette just sounds kind of crazy.
0: But uh,
1: <laughs> Yeah, I was, I
0: was kind of stuck. So you I know, was, they had Oprah, like regular people. I guess this is the way to start getting him in these type of things. Maybe from now on, we've got to think of him like in the same breath as Martin Luther King.
1: I, I mean, I think what they're trying to say is that these are people that are the realization of his dream. You know what I'm saying? Like, so true. these are people whose accomplishments wouldn't have happened if not for the sacrifices. So,
0: which, which is true.
1: Yeah. So I, I can understand that. But, like, yeah, you, they didn't put, like, Beetlejuice, the dude from like uh, Howard Stern. <laughs> Howard Stern. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like I don't know. So that is a little, a little weird. But nah, but he
0: he should be on. He should get like his wrestling clip with him getting a hit with the guitar from Jeff Jarrett. It don't get enough play because Jeff Jarrett involved. But that was a great. I uh, remember from Nitro. Oh,
1: that was great, man.
0: When he called them slap nuts and Yo. he tried to walk away, <laughs> <laughs> like crack. <laughs> I was
1: watching it the other day. Thank goodness for the network, man. I've been watching old Nitro. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of it was bad, but, man, there was some funny moments in there. So, I don't know. I got caught up in, in the post, I guess it was the post-Bischoff era where, you know, it was just kind of people just oh. running wild. And yeah. Like, um, <laughs> and I, that's I, how it was good. It was good stuff, From man, because it was really unpredictable. Like, it
0: kept me watching because I didn't know what was going to happen. Enormous smiley. The emergence and Nomis Smiley was one of my favorite parts of right at the time. Like I learned, like so I had a few matches. Like I'm a like Bret Hart is my favorite wrestler all the time. So, <laughs> like I I learned with nostalgia. Sometimes it's best left alone. Like I watched pretty much all of those. I used to tape one in the. I used to tape one in the front of the house mm-hmm. and watch Raw in the back. Like watch Raw in the back. Like whichever one I wanted to watch more that night, I would watch <laughs> one in one room and tape it in the other. Wow. So like, I pretty much watched, like I lived through all of that stuff growing up, like, and I don't want to go back like and and mess it up from how I remember it. So I don't I don't really watch the old Nitro. Like, I watch a lot of stuff that I haven't seen before. Like, okay. That's why I lately I've been sitting, you know, the New Japan stuff. Yeah. Like, I've been, um the um the first Wrestle Kingdom with the English commentary. Yeah. Ever since then, I just been I just been knee deep in the New Japan stuff. But,
1: yeah new japan is is killing it man so real quick before we get into raw smackdown what were your thoughts on wrestle kingdom uh and of course we got to talk about the kenny omega news
0: so kenny, uh, overall wrestle kingdom what were your thoughts on it all right so wrestle kingdom great show like everything that everybody said about it already mm. um my own current active favorite wrestler is kishida so mm. uh, i was personally i had took we took a loss that night but it was a great match It was definitely it a, great was. Match. It was a
1: great match So what do you think about the Kenny Omega situation Kenny Omega put on A six star match <laughs> and, It really uh, was good though And, and fell short and, uh, and then announced that he's exploring other options um, I feel like He's going to keep us in suspense At least up until the Rumble To make people think that there's a possibility But I don't think he's going to WWE Or anything like that I feel like maybe this is just a holdout for more money which maybe he deserves and a little more status out there True. so I don't know what do, you, what do you think about it
0: with the um what's, well, as far as Kenny Omega yeah it's, it's real because like the John Cena thing it's like when you, when I deal with situations like this it's like it's, do you want to keep kayfabe or do you want to just like act like you really know everything because the contract situation then you know that he, he can't actually be in the rumble but it's still, mm-hmm. you still want to suspend this. Like, what if he really can't show up, though? You know, so <laughs> I look at the situation like that. Like, you know you kind of can't, but you still want to think that he can. Yeah. So at the Rumble, but that don't mean, like, as far as him coming overall, I think it's a strong possibility because John Cena, I don't think John Cena, you know, like, he's just going to put Kenny Omega picture up. Like, when he did AJ Styles, he was signed already. Mm-hmm. And Kenny Omega's not signed, but... He might. He like. Is he trying to trying to tell him something? Or and what does John Cena gain from that? And why would you promote Kenny Omega if if you're not trying to build something down the line? Yeah. Uh, maybe the, the AJ Styles thing played out exactly like people thought it was. Like as soon as John Cena came back, that was the first feud.
1: Yeah, I think. But a lot of people, what they did was, and I remember when the AJ Styles thing was going down. um, Finn Balor was doing a lot of teasing as well on, on like, it's still oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like they, pro- they kind of talked to these guys about, like, yo, throw a feeler out there, see if people are excited, you know, and if the people want it, one thing you learn about WWE, like, if the people want it bad enough, they'll make it happen, you know, if they can. So I think maybe that was just like, let's just toss a feeler out. We can't say his name, you know, we can't necessarily do that, but we'll just, you know, smoothly allude to
0: it. <laughs> and see if people Ran, can I actually... ask you a question yeah what's up um so out of the potential of kenny omega his future this would answer like this could we'll see where you lean in which match would you want to see more the rematch with okada or john cena
1: man ah, uh, i don't even necessarily want to see john cena i'd rather see the uh i'd rather see okada honestly but you will see the you will rather see the rematch i'd rather see the rematch i but, think
0: but As as a standalone match, I would choose the rematch, but with the implications of everything, if it meant seeing a John Cena match mean we could see Kenny Omega against everybody else, I think I would choose the John Ah, Cena match. Okay, now
1: what if it was like John Cena who goes to Japan for a one-night-only thing?
0: Whoa, Mm -hmm. but then I would want to see him against Tanahashi.
1: Ah. Okay. okay. If
0: John Cena go to Japan for one night, you can't. You know, no, no, Kenny, no, it can't be Kenny Omega. <laughs> like, if he's gonna go to Japan, it's gotta be. Like, nah, Japan, yeah, Japanese it gotta wrestling. be Tanahashi, cause that's the only time you ever get a chance to do that. You're right. And they both right. telling they're going through similar stories right now too. Like, yeah. And speaking of which, everybody stop, stop poo pooing on Tanahashi's Tana new song. It's amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. I don't know what's wrong with people. Uh, I, like, would, I know. I mean. I, I'm not going to say amazing, amazing, but it's not. It's not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you just got to give it time.
1: Yeah, yeah. It might need some time.
0: All right. <laughs> and if, I just like the fact
1: that he likes it so much. <laughs> yeah, he loves it. So <laughs> speaking of giving it time, I think that we're we're appropriately kind of bubbling up to the Royal Rumble. I think that they're leading in well with these with these uh, shows. So this week, a couple of the tributes happened and went down. Uh, this past week, Jimmy Snuka, Hall of Famer, great. Uh, passed away So they, they <laughs> did do a Snooker tribute And uh, I, we talked about it on the previous show That I wasn't sure what they were going to do or say But luckily You know uh, He was cleared of all the charges Like right before this happened So I feel like I want to ask you If if those charges hadn't cleared Do you think that they would have mentioned Snooker on the show?
0: Oh would they, I think they might have just did a graphic Yeah probably they, would, they probably would have did a graphic out of respect for the people that's related to him that they, that's involved with the company still because i think it would have rubbed a lot of people the wrong way if they wouldn't have did anything yeah like i the, think they went overboard personally to um i think they went overboard with the the whole him being into interv- like the, the video package with his interviews and stuff i think that was a little much but yeah over like i think they did that to make sure that everybody would be okay in the company because yeah. you know they still got a lot of their key employees will have ties them that's the truth. All right, you gotta keep you gotta keep your your people happy.
1: Yeah, you're right about that. Um, so let's get into Raw. Raw started off with a bang this week. It was definitely a banger of an episode, at least for the beginning. I feel like, yeah. as it always does, it kind of falls off after that. But the beginning, I thought, it was amazing, star studded. But um, again, I feel like a lot of stuff was filler throughout the show. But we saw a lot of cool things. We saw Brock Lesnar face to face with Braun Strowman. We saw Brock, <laughs> we saw Brock F Five Roman. We heard yes. Roman give a, a promo, and, uh, and you were you mentioned something about this promo, so I want to talk
0: about that. Yeah, Roman. he dropped the mic, but um, can we can this the Braun Strowman? I I feel like it's something. If it wasn't for Goldberg, I think that might have been a match because if you remember last year in the Rumble. Brock, Brock kind of made an example out of Braun Strowman, and yeah. it took a long time for Braun to get taken seriously again after that. Yeah. So I think for Braun's development, and the fact that he seems to be, a, he thinks he's not just a, a monster that's just running around. Like without th- a thought process, he kind of has to. He has to confront Goldberg, and the reason why he people were scared that he, um upset that he backed down, but he wasn't. Upset, he remembers from what happened, so you got to kind of look at the story like that. Maybe he's more intelligent than nah. they're giving him. Like they giving him credit for.
1: Okay, that's a good point. All right, I like that.
0: And maybe he's gonna pick his spot because it is Brock. Even though Brock had a bad night the last time we seen him. They reestablished who he is on on Raw this week, like he's still Brock, like. yeah did. I
1: was I was wondering about that. I mean, people complained about the Goldberg thing going so quickly and being like, Man, you just you just took all the air out of Brock Lesnar. But I don't nah, like, that's still, I Brock. still think Brock is, is still the biggest box office dude they got. So Like no
0: matter what happened, just it the did. man mentioning him had the crowd buzzing. So even if they went and did anything as good as what they did, he was still Brock to the crowd. Exactly. At least at least where they were at this week. Yeah. I think I Little Rock, right? Uh, Little Rock, yeah. And, yeah, you know. it was in Little Rock.
1: Brock's still, he's still the man. So, like, on the other side, if Brock would have trashed Goldberg in a minute and a half, do you think Goldberg could still come back and be
0: feared? I wouldn't even seen Goldberg if if, if that would have happened. Nah. I think that would have been, he would have came back on road the next night, said his goodbyes, and probably been in the Hall of Fame next year or something like that. Yeah, exactly. But the fact that, I think the way they did it was, at the time, the, at the night, I was, I was upset, but as like now I'm looking at it like, oh, okay, that makes more sense, and you can get more out of it, especially if they're gonna fight again at WrestleMania. Because remember, at the time, it was just, it was just oh, he's the one match. And I'm like, if you're gonna go out like that with one match and just leave, <laughs> but he I feel like he's gonna give something back. And if you're gonna give back, then welcome to the team. Like, even I don't that's why I'm upset. Like, the thing about when they, they, they complain about part-timers, I guess it's just when they win. If they yeah. win all the time, then you're not giving back. Yeah. It, you got to take the L once in a while. Yeah, you got to give back. Like Jericho gives back too much, though, but he's not really a part time anymore. So he's just like a full time, like giving back a guy.
1: Yeah. So speaking of Jericho, I'm glad you mentioned it. Jericho's now a U.S. champ. Uh, He's a Grand Slam champ. Um, I've been saying this all week, and it's not something I hear a lot from people, but I think it's time to start talking about Jericho as the greatest of all time contender because I feel like his career has been incredible. Not not to mention the wrestling in the ring, but to be able to come back, switch up gimmicks so many times, not relying yeah. on the same catchphrases, not relying on the same feuds, the same anything. Like you can uh, every time it, yeah, they got different. And it's and Now it's, the only thing is the same
0: is the matches, but it's yeah. okay because everything else the dressing the, the dressing is good like the taunts are different. So yeah. the the same, the moveset is the same, but he he does the trunks are different. Like, you know, he does little things like that. My personal top five, I think he's definitely in there. Like, I mean, Flair, I put a, I would put Flair above him.
1: Yeah.
0: Because Flair had longevity too. And that last little run did a lot for Flair when he came back.
1: Yeah. Because
0: prior to that, he was just like some old man wrestler in the 90s. And then but then he came <laughs> back, he was doing bloodbath matches and everything. I'm like, all right. Yeah. And he gave he gave back a lot too. But I kinda had Um, Prior to this last little run with Jericho, I kind of had him and Edge neck and neck. Mm. When I was like, I I think I'll give Jericho the nudge. Like, Jericho definitely. Because Edge had kind of like a a more of a top guy run. Yeah. Like, as far as on SmackDown, Jericho never really was like the guy guy.
1: I never was an Edge fan. I'm going to just be honest. And maybe it's because the era he was on top was a time that I wasn't really into wrestling. And I okay, remember okay. I remember them as a tag team wrestler. It's funny because I was I had Murz on the show and he says the same thing about Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, which is crazy to me. Yeah. But he yeah. says he doesn't really see them as as top guys because in his time they were tag team guys, you know what I mean? So yeah, but, I don't know. He's like he, he's still on the on the opinion of the big guys who are on top, the physically big guys. Are the, are the main eventers. The little guys
0: are the, the dressing, you know? But that mentality is like... I don't even know when the last time the, the main guy was the biggest guy or like... Yeah. It's, maybe I mean, Cena was the strong. Cena's probably the strongest, but I mean, he's never really been a... He's, he's a big guy, I don't get me wrong, but...
1: Yeah, uh, he's not like the biggest dude, you know what I mean? Like a Braun Strowman now or the,
0: the, the big show or whoever. Yeah, nothing like that. There's like, nothing like that happening. But Edge... My, I think my 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 um my love for him and his career probably comes with the fact that you watch him, we pretty much watch him from his debut, his whole career. Like he never went anywhere else. He went. We watched him go through everything. Yeah. And you watch like that's like a homegrown star. Like and we don't see like this is like maybe their first one because if you think Undertaker, but he came from somewhere else. Like Edge came up in a developmental. he And yeah. spent his whole career there. And yeah. he, he went through a natural progression. Like, I always see wrestling as a television show, like, since I've been little. Like, mm-hmm. one long television show. And it's, like, characters come in and out. Vince McMahon is, you know, the his kids grew up, and now they're on the show. Like, everything is one long show, like, to me. So it's the characters, show. you get attached to the characters throughout the years. And it's like they don't never have a show. It's never a season off, or there's no off season. Right. There's, like, one long episode. It's like I really see it as a TV show.
1: That's true. Okay, so I gotta ask you only because I missed this part of the show or the the, the time. Edge and Christian at one point were considered brothers, right? Or was this just some <laughs> like in kayfabe they were brothers? Are they still yeah. kayfabe brothers? Uh, I'm just no.
0: Um, yeah, when on Christian's like, that last run, they was they were always saying best friend. They stopped saying brothers around when Christian came back. Okay. You no, know, um, because when he, until he left, they were still brothers.
1: Okay. So then, the last he came friend. back.
0: Yeah, when he came back, they was his best friends.
1: Oh, okay, all right, I was just just because
0: I remember when he won the title, was like, and he with with the sisters of his best friend, like you know, uh, in the spot where they could have said brother, uh, it was they was more highlighting the fact that they, he did it for um when he beat Del Rio, they was more saying that oh he did it for his best friend because he gave up the title and everything. Okay, I okay. think that if it was if they were still keeping a brother, and then and uh, now they can't really get away with that. Nah,
1: you can't get away with it now.
0: Okay. Before just, we was okay with it. Just
1: wondering. That was like a random thing that was in my mind. Like, when did they not – when were they not brothers anymore? Okay.
0: So, anyway. Yeah, but I'm sorry. Real quick, but this is with the Edge thing. I know I went off topic with the, the whole <laughs> um, TV show stuff. But I was – like, he kind of tied to me getting back into wrestling because my first pay-per-view back was when he cast in. I would watch New Year Resolution. So, when he cast in, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Like, you know, it was a regular – the um, something else had happened with Carlito and Chris Masters that was in a in elimination elimination chamber match, mm-hmm. and then John Cena, John Cena won, and okay. then Edge came out. So like my kind of like that little building up to that was my my reintroduction back into it. So I'm kind of tied with him as he I, as I got back more into it, he got more prominent and became more of a focal point. So I think that's kind of where my my attachment to him comes from.
1: Okay. And I can see that. And i not
0: around the time where and that's where um kinda where my rap name comes from as well. Like you know, around the rated all superstar time.
1: Absolutely. And that was my
0: favorite wrestler around the time. So even back then I was I was I was blending the two the two things together.
1: Okay. I was wondering that. I was gonna get into that too. All right, so another thing that happened on Raw was Charlotte came out and mentioned her strategy for this match. <laughs> and it wasn't really a strategy, it was just let's mock bailey and make fun of her as a kid and her poetry and her being a fan now i thought this took a long time to develop but it eventually i think it kind of came together and i actually got excited about it um yeah, i like i like i like it i love charlotte absolutely think charlotte's the, probably the best
0: thing going on raw and That's my favorite woman performer right now. I mean, yeah, my favorite woman performer by far. Like, She's the best. Like, bro, she's and the best. she deserves to be on top. Absolutely. She's the best. So, um, And the thing I like about them, I like, especially that segment, is it went on too long, but they both are courageous. Like, they hung in there. Charlotte, she's been going through that for a while, but she still hangs in there. And sometimes, Bailey segments die, but she, she get them back with her enthusiasm just for the fact that she don't give up. Like, you know how somebody might go in a shell when things aren't going well or something? No, they both... They both still go. They stick to what they got to do, and it gets the crowd back on board. Like Charlotte got to deal with what's every week, but she still get her point across. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it did go too long though, but I just like the fact that the women are even in a position to be doing these things. I think because it's it was just yeah, it's very dope. Like, and then we still again, this is another show with multiple women stories because we seen the attack from Sasha.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, from um uh, Nia, Nia Jackson on Sasha too. So Which was good. different. Like they did like a, a pre segment. Like you never seen that before. I had
1: never seen that. A pre show like warm up thing. Like yeah,
0: trying to get cleared by the doctors. That was crazy. the crazy.
1: So, I was watching yeah. the people in the back, like that were behind the the guardrail, who were supposed to be, I guess, regular people or trainers or WWE staff, and they yeah. all sold it. They're always like, "What? The, <laughs> what is happening?" One dude is like filming on his cell phone, like it's, yeah, it's, it's with
0: crazy. nobody helping. It was like, great. Nobody but I guess does. I guess you you wouldn't mess with the talent though in a real situation. Like if you're a regular, like if you're a staff member, you probably wouldn't help. Like nah, I'm not messing with Night Jack. <laughs> yeah, you're not Jack. You like, <laughs> yeah, I yeah that so that good. probably was as shoot as it could get. Yeah,
1: that was good. That was good stuff. I'm sure they didn't know that that was gonna happen. Like so that was pretty great. So they got real reactions yeah. of those people. All right. So question is, they're they're really building up Bailey's chase, and I think I like it. I like what's happening. So the next question is: Does anybody actually believe Bailey is winning at the Rumble, or, <laughs> or is this the setup? Is this the setup for maybe the WrestleMania moment? You know what I mean? What do you think? Is, does Bailey have any chance?
0: Um, it dep- Like, so Elimination Chamber is—is is there going to be a fast lane? Uh, I think so. Or Roblox? Oh, because oh, it was already Roadblock, so it's a fast lane in between. Or is, if Raw has a pay per view in between, um, SmackDown—I mean between WrestleMania and I mean Roy Rumble and Wrestlemania then I think that I'm not really sure either way but they would have to do a multiple person match at the next pay-per-view if they're gonna still do Bayley and Charlotte at Wrestlemania mm-hmm. All right. but I don't so I guess Charlotte would have to win on yeah. Sunday or next week
1: it seems like it. I think Charlotte has to win to keep it, and then uh, maybe Bailey will get another shot somehow.
0: And we haven't seen Dana Brooke in a while. Maybe something like that, or maybe if you want to introduce something, or just to um maybe bring in Emmelina just to destroy. Or maybe you no, know, no, like, that's probably not the right way to do it. Mm.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. It's just something to give Bailey something to do to build because they already if they're gonna if that's the WrestleMania program they started it kind of early. Yeah.
1: All right. I think it is a little early, so maybe something they'll, they'll throw something in there to, to keep that going until, uh, until Mania. But I think it is off to a good start, so I'm excited about that. All right, tag team titles went down in this match, or supposedly we thought the club had actually won the tag team titles <laughs> a dusty finish um, they did the dusty finish i actually
0: i don't know why and it, I don't anderson yellows must love they must love dusty rose because they did the thing with the, the bailey bear that was that had the dusty rose polka dots <laughs> and now they did a day involved in a dusty finish maybe that's their comeuppance maybe maybe i think they, they yeah. They, they got, yeah. <laughs> dusty dusty got him. they got a lot yeah, of man, love for this. Bad, bad.
1: that was that was cool that was cool. All right, so uh, what do you think's happening with this feud? Is it did the club have a chance? Is this gonna is this gonna work out? What's gonna happen?
0: I just think that the better the better every week, Cesaro and Sheamus get better and better. Like the entrance gets better. First, it was like awkward with the whole Cesaro running in front of the light. Now it's cool. He holds he holds all four on a minute. I'm like every week they get better. Like I'm, yeah. I'm kind of getting attached to the team. Like I want to see them do good things. In the club, like, I feel bad. Like, a trade would be good for them. Like, if they could find a way to get the SmackDown, that'd mm-hmm. be amazing for the club because uh, they don't fail too much on Royal, Like, and they can't be rehabil- rehabilitated at this point because they're going to go against Enzo and Cass. Mm-hmm. Or you, they maybe they could beat the New Day now, finally. Well, they was winning, too, in non-typing matches, so I think they just need to change the, change the scenery. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that.
1: Who would you trade them for if you were going to do a trade to SmackDown?
0: Um... I would do fan the, um Brizango, but they probably worth more than that. Yeah. But the fact yeah. that the Breezango fit in better on Raw, where they could do something, like they could mess around, maybe even turn face with all of the, the hodgepodge tag teams on Raw, they could probably fit in somewhere. But like, because I don't I don't think SmackDown has the depth to lose a good team. They need all their teams. Cause they just lost Randy Orton and um the, well, the Wyatt family. It seemed like they losing that team. Yeah. But then the Usos could merged too. Yeah. Maybe the yeah. Usos for the club trade.
1: Ah, uh, maybe
0: I wouldn't mind then that, could, that could be the um, that could be the catalyst because they bring a new attitude to Raw and they rub off on their cousin Roman
1: wow uh, that could work Then you
0: that could work well Roman they be like Roman you see it's working for us they come they win the titles they first match or something and they're like Roman you see this new attitude working for us uh, and, like, put on this new rag. Dog, <laughs> yeah, get, yo, take this Come new rag. These, sneakers. Get these Take sneakers. that flag jacket off.
1: <laughs> Time to get rid of this <laughs>
0: jacket. <laughs> yo, so
1: speaking of Roman, we didn't talk about it. We talked about it off mic. Oh, but, but his, his oh. intro promo, he said something. Now Roman's promos usually drag on a little bit. But he says something that kind of perked my ears up, and yours too.
0: Yeah. I like his confidence always, though. Like, last week, <laughs> the backstage segment, when he had the title and he was just, all oh, matter of fact, like, you know, I do what I do. I, I like his I, – I don't see the problem. Like, I hate, I hate the whole – Um, I can see – like, this week he gave people a reason to, to not like him. But overall, I think he does his job. He has the great matches that he – I mean, when you're in the position, when you're in the main event, you get to work with the best people, so you can't fold him. For having good matches with the best people. Right. If he wasn't having good matches, he wouldn't be in a position.
1: Yeah. So Roman said nobody can <laughs> beat me uh one on one. He no, said Nobody in the world can beat me. Nobody in the world can beat me one on one. Now, this is right something now. that right now. Like this is almost like a welcome for booze to come. Like, this is something unprecedented. that... Unprecedented.
0: Like, yeah. name another occasion where somebody says, I cannot lose a one-on-one match in the world. <laughs> like, nobody can beat me right now in the world. I don't
1: feel like anybody... I mean, maybe AJ would say something like that. I don't know. Maybe.
0: Yeah, yeah, probably. But he'll say I'm the best wrestler in the world. He won't say nobody can beat me. Well, maybe he can say nobody can beat me one-on-one. But one-on-one. That was yeah. just like a... a def- that was just like a... Like, no. Listen... Like, I lost, but we know, you know, and I know type of thing. Like, yeah, if this I mean, was one-on-one, it would not have went that way type. Like, I don't lose clean. Like, <laughs> like right. I do mean, see what he saying.
1: Like, Basically what he said. I, you know I don't lose clean. So, you know that was some bull, Now, Yeah. Uh, I, with so his, the smirk I, on his face. <laughs> with the smirk. So, it's like, that was a little heelish right there. Yeah. I was like, hmm, yeah. interesting. I don't know if that was written for him
0: or he went a little over, you know, what was written. but if he if it wasn't written and he did that that's a great sign you need to do more of that like start steering it start taking taking your career by the reins like it's live tv i'm not saying go out there and be like insubordinate or nothing but if you got a chance to alter something to make the product better ask for what is it ask for it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission yeah Yeah, absolutely
1: i live by that (laughs) all right well myself like right Oh man, okay, so we're gonna take a break. We'll come back with some SmackDown stuff and then we're gonna do some Royal Rumble uh, reactions and uh, predictions on what's going down. Right now, it's Matt Mania with Rated R, and we'll be back in a second.
0: In the back, great moody too. Me and rock spitting in their face like moody dude. Hooligan style, we bringing chaos to a musical. Doing us well, just focus on doing you. Yeah, and on the real, only real can tell who is who. Circling around the competition like a hula hoop. Spitting in their face like moody do. Rated R and Rocky Romero. This is great moody too. The untamable animal. Jet, a super rebel blood in battle. Radioactive spit.
1: Token spirits Splitting atoms like an atomical radical Doing battle Just want to create Better than I was yesterday Better than I was last May I wanna be like Moo have my personality split Like two identical black dogs tearing through the matrix But don't call me Neo, cause I ain't new to this shit Multiple persons in my head and they causing a rip Now I find myself roaming around as I drip Past the stars back to Mars, causing reality trip And if this is my new reality, I hope to find my center In my own singularity The dawn of a new generation in me The end of astro-zombies, cause I'll always be
0: a misfit wearing a black and cartoon Sugar And i back, Great Moody 2 being rock spitting in they face like Moody do Hooligan style, we bringing chaos to a musical Doing us well, just focus on doing you yeah, and on the real, on me real Can tell who is who Circling around the competition like a hula hoop Spitting in their face like Moodle do Rated R and Rocky with Marrow. This will yeah. great, ready for yeah. a funeral One more chance channeling the mula from the champ But it's Russell Rap Brandon, I'm the ruler And I'm setting the ball with my hand laying on the ruler, following forever getting plans to make it cooler Outlandish, I'm busting the grammar like commuters I set the beat out to Japan To make it cooler, got shirts on water Maneuver, got them watching the movie and I'm rocking with Romero to get apart from the music From Rockaway to Rapungi. Falling victim to vices I was born high-tech Equipped with sick devices The one true wrestle rap messenger Cause I got a wrestler To wrap up on a song about a wrestler Me and Rock double the letters It's four R's and a special shout out to Beretta Cause on guard, I'ma go harder than ever Forever to leave my daughter straight I will go to war with fate And put realer the net And a back, great Moody too Me and Rock spitting in they face like Moody do we're bringing chaos to a musical, doing us well, just focus on doing you, yeah, and on the real, only real can tell who is who, circling around the competition like a Ula hoop, spitting in they face like Moody Do, Rated R and Rocky Romero, this is great
1: mood Yo, what's going on, this Mega Ran, we're back, it's matt Mania, episode 36, Rated R in the building, what up, it yes. is...
0: Again, we're in building. We're we are in, in two a buildings, building, two separate buildings. Doing <laughs> show. Uh, so we're talking
1: about the road to Royal Rumble and then the road to WrestleMania. Uh, SmackDown this week, I thought it was was pretty good. Uh, there was a SmackDown lot of was always stuff.
0: good in my eyes. I always want SmackDown to be longer. Like every week, when I when I when I start like it start getting towards the end, I'm like, damn, I wish it was more time. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, I'm glad it's not more time because when the last time wrestling had you wanting more, like. And I that's watch true. token Smack every week, like, just to get a little bit more of the characters like, because uh, the character progression, that's that's something Raw doesn't have, like. No. Hey, you get to see, like, we watch, I, I've been watching token Smack from the first one, so yeah. you get to watch the Miz progress and actually become a part of the story from his progression on Talking Smack. Same thing with Bar- Baron Corbin. Like, the Usos, like, after they did it, you know what I mean, they got, you got to see a little bit of the more behind the scenes type of thing. And yeah. that's a good thing for wrestling
1: they're using it to using it correctly to to advance characters which I think is is needed
0: you know and so that, and it's and awesome. it's helping to build those stars like the fact that Miz was in the ring and we know he can't win the Royal Rumble but last year he wouldn't even been he wouldn't have been in a position to be in that promo like to be a, a guy with John Cena and AJ Styles in the Miz like that's a big deal that they rehabilitated the Miz so much over the last year and some change like since he got even before you had Maurice like but then once he got Maurice back, it just took off. Because before Maurice, I think he was doing the, um, the two-take thing. Or was that when he first got it back? Uh, I think it was when he first got it back. Like, he was saying yeah. his lines. And then he was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me... Let me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
1: Okay, so SmackDown was in Memphis. So they did a couple of uh, very Memphis things. They did the uh, the concession stand brawl that we were talking about. <laughs> and then... um. They brought the king back for for the king's court, which I thought cool. was um, was was cool. And uh, his guest was Dolph Ziggler. It didn't oh. happen the way I thought it was gonna happen. I think it was even better than I thought it was gonna happen. I like, thought I'm, it was I, I, good. Know, I thought Dolph was just gonna come out and be like, oh, I'm sick of people and <laughs> you know, I don't need anybody.
0: You know. Like, two things about that segment, like, really made me realize that life is happening. Like, when they started doing the close-ups with Jerry Lola, mm-hmm. and when he pointed out that the blonde and Dolph hair was going away, I'm like, yo, that's really, like, life is really taking place before eyes. Like, things are happening. Like, like Jerry Lola's getting old. Like, Dolph is, like, the blonde is gone. Like, things are really happening. I just... This is real I'm like, life. Oh man. This-, this is real life. I felt so sad looking at Jerry. Then he kicked him in the heart. I'm like, yo, you got a heart kick. Like, uh, oh man. What? Like, yeah, Jerry looked,
1: oh. looked, looked he looked rough and JBL there. took the tumble You JBL seen JBL slip. take the tumble <laughs> Yo
0: There
1: was ah, There was just so much happening It was life
0: Yo David Otunga That's the one opportunity you had And he let him off so easy Like yeah, He gets on you every week And you just gave you like Oh John about there. No you're supposed to ride him on that He's not supposed to live that day Right he Get your revenge been-
1: Bringing that up the rest of the show, like
0: man, he looked like yeah, he brought it, he brought it up for a little bit. It's like he was hesitant to bring it up too. Like, no, you are supposed to get him. Nah, you gotta
1: get him, man.
0: You know he would have got like, Oh, I, I was trying to help my friend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. I did you do anything? Like, oh, all right, Jamie, yeah, I feel you. Oh man. Okay, so they spent What's a lot up, of the. It's a lot of the beginning of the show hyping up elimination chamber which is the next uh, SmackDown-only pay-per-view, which comes like two weeks after the Rumble. Uh, actually, it's going to be in Phoenix, so I'm going to try, try my best to make it there. That was Nice. The- uh, so I feel like they're completely overlooking and over-talking the Royal Rumble at this point. And to me, that sounds like a sign. I mean, granted, you want to sell tickets to the next event, but I feel like talking about a pay-per-view... After the pay per view, before the one even started, it's, it's, <laughs> I've never had that. I've never seen that before. So it feels long story building. Like it feels to me like I love the long term stuff that they're thinking, but it does feel to me like Royal Rumble is going to be a Raw centric pay per view, and uh-huh. uh, and that lets me know, kind of as a hint and a spoiler, that a Raw guy is going to win the Royal Rumble. uh Any, any, any thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, a lot of thoughts on that because I feel like the fact that it is um, a Raw-centric, it's going to be a Raw-centric pay-per-view, that's 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 the reason why Undertaker um, made his appearance on Raw as opposed to doing that same speech on SmackDown mm-hmm. because he probably could have did the same thing. He didn't really call out anybody in particular, but the fact that he did it on Raw, I think that's like even could be a red herring, but I also see it as a sign where maybe that's where they're going. And he needs to be in the mix with these people, as opposed to just being away squared away on um, SmackDown. Because if he's gonna be in the mix with somebody from there on um, at the at Mania, then he needs to start getting OCs. So throughout the on um, pay per view and the buildup.
1: Yeah. Okay. It's
0: good. Point. And with SmackDown, I think the title match, like both title matches, are pretty much predictable. But then Elimination Chamber kind of threw a curveball in as far as um, as far as the smackdown the smackdown title match goes now. Because they can hold off the agent um, on the Cena thing for one more for one more month. Yeah. So
1: so it's the inevitable is gonna happen. Is this is that at some point probably yeah. Cena is going to break the, the sixteen time. He's gonna get seventeen as at, at some point, probably this year, do you think?
0: But um yeah, but um it's funny because I actually looked this up. I um it's the last time Cena was the champion was in 2014.
1: Yeah, that was right before. At SummerSlam, got him.
0: SummerSlam, yeah. SummerSlam 2014 was the last time he was champion.
1: Yeah, and so, so you feel like SummerSlam would be. It's been,
0: it's, 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 kind of, it's kind of due. Like we complained about him not being in the spotlight. He came back. He made Rusev. He yeah. gave Bray Wyatt. Like he did the same thing for Bray Wyatt, even in losing. They still around. Oh, this is gonna bury them. No, they both doing fine. Uh, you know,
1: fine. I don't know. Rusev is kind of floundering.
0: <laughs> well, Rusev, but Rusev just was in a. Nah, last time we seen Rusev, like he gets in prominent positions, he got to be in there with Goldberg, Shawn Michaels, to get, they, they to, get to get to get trashed though. Like he's not. But he still any got moment. that. He still got that highlight. Whenever they show that Shawn Michaels clip, he got he had to super kick Rusev, and Rusev held his own. You know when it kind of was freestyling a little bit. Yeah, remember when he, in that exchange he kind of he kind of broke Shawn Michaels too. He, uh, he I forgot what he break
1: said. He broke him but... a little bit. I forget what yeah. <laughs> He
0: He but... was asking about the super kick. He's like, "Cause he even kicked me? That guy? He's like, I don't know, but <laughs> like, probably not." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't
1: know, man. I felt like I don't know. I'm not saying that that was a Cena effect, but you look at these guys now. They're 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 not. Main eventers yet And it's like
0: Come it's on Come this- from being Overcrowded though It's yeah. a lot of talent Like yeah. You know before It was guys that Deserved it Like everybody Has a, has an um, argument To be a main eventer At this point Like, yeah. like You can say Pretty much a lot of people Like Rusev You can say He should be in the main event yeah. Same thing for Bray Wyatt Like But it's, it's It's crowded
1: Yeah yeah. So do you think There's a chance Of the Royal Rumble Being like a coming out Party for somebody like some surprise winner to be like,
0: Yo. looking at the people looking at the people that's in there. I don't like, I see the popular thing going around is the Sami Zayn story. I don't know if you've seen it, like people thinking no. that maybe Sami Zayn's win.
1: Wow, now that would be crazy. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, people, but would, I don't know, people would pop. Like, I mean, it would be, yeah, it would, it
0: would definitely work. So that would mean Kevin Owens would have to keep the title, but then that, that, so what would Roman do? Uh, it would change a lot of stuff, and I don't think the same is anything. And nobody's talking about like if somebody wins and goes to the other brand, you don't have to necessarily necessarily fight for the title that you want a brand of. They, they, not, they, they haven't even been building up the choice thing. They
1: haven't mentioned that at all. So I don't. Yeah, know you know, back right. in the
0: day, they used to build up the choice. We don't know who which yeah. title's going to be in the main event. They're just making it seem like whichever brand wins, that person gets the shot at that title. They haven't so said at all. I wish Maybe that's the red Heron for some, like, kind of cross-up or something.
1: Ah, oh, because they haven't mentioned that, like, not once. So, that's what made me think that's why SmackDown's talking about their next title match, because the person's going to obviously go after Oh,
0: like what, what could SmackDown's biggest title match at WrestleMania be? Like, if we're going with just the people on the roster?
1: Oh, man. I don't think there's nothing bigger than AJ and Cena.
0: And, yeah, there's nothing bigger on the roster that they can do, like... Maybe Randy, maybe Randy, AJ, but that's not, not I don't that, know if that's, not that that's not, that's, that's not bigger than, that wouldn't be bigger than the third, even if they say, for instance, John Cena wins and then they they run it back at WrestleMania. Like that would still probably be the biggest match they could do.
1: Yeah. I think they've, so maybe, also
0: oh, maybe the SmackDown, down. maybe somebody has to come from Raw to like from the Raw side to. Oh, uh, okay.
1: And that, that would make it interesting because yeah, as of right now.
0: I can't But then see. again But then again What about What about like uh, I don't Nah that would be a waste You can't really do it I was thinking That John Cena The champion Maybe doing something With Miz But I was thinking that That they might do Miz But, but I think that Ambrose I think the Ambrose And Miz story Still got some stuff To be told with it Yeah And you don't want to Rush through it Just to get Miz In a position Like you would probably Want to see it Play out organically And the, like, the natural Storyline link Would have it like, time and the conclusion ending up around WrestleMania. Like, especially if they flop the title one more time or something, or they keep getting the women involved, they could do, like, you know, the, the tag, the mixed tag match or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe. Huh. There's a lot of possibilities. Yeah, that's SmackDown. Maybe Baron Corbin is, like, maybe we need to start taking him a little serious. But I don't know if he just lost to Cena, so I don't think that's a big... I don't know how big of a him, him being in the main event would, like,
1: Oh, no. Yeah, I don't know. I could see Is him coming Is there any
0: call-ups? Like, maybe something that could happen like that that'll change, change the scenery? Because before the Rumble last year, we didn't have um AJ Styles in our WrestleMania plans. Yeah. Or, um... And I'll, I'll, I'm i not sure. Maybe it's, maybe it's a surprise that we're not thinking of that might actually happen. I know Kyle O'Reilly was unsigned. I don't know if that would be a big enough surprise on the level of AJ Styles, but maybe that could be something or...
1: I mean, we've been talking. I've been hearing all the kinds of rumors about Samoa Joe, and or you think it's funny that Tom? I would love to see that happen, and then if if Cena wins, then you get AJ and Joe at Mania, which nobody would be mad at. You know. So you I mean? want
0: to see you want to see Joe come up as a face? Uh, not necessarily. So you want you want to turn AJ? He would just kind of go back tweener. Face? I feel like he got it. He, he, he could play
1: tweener. I mean both of them. I mean yeah, AJ's
0: like, until, still over. Until until AJ um John Cena came back, it was the AJ style. It's still the AJ style show, except for when John Cena out there. Like <laughs> yeah, and even when they out there, even when they out there together. Like I'm not saying he's on par with him, but AJ's done a great job in that first year, and it's the momentum is still going. Like he's he's eventually gonna lose the title, but I feel like it'll still be alright because there's <laughs> yeah. still matchups he haven't. It's still massive if they haven't even dragged out, even dra- dragged out a lot, or even had it all. Like that Randy Orton match is still one that I know I want to see.
1: I would love to see that. So hopefully, maybe this this Wyatt thing is is uh, you know going to kind of push out But
0: I'm looking that. at the look Luke Copper thing. Like that's real. I, like
1: maybe we get in a baby face Luke. Ah, maybe. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, do you think that'll work? I mean, I don't know. I think it
0: could. You remember the Fatal Four Way? Oh yeah. Oh, for the, um, the title, he was like he, he actually, had the crowd. He actually had the crowd. But that's not the first time because when he had the um when he was when he had the ISU title match, championship. Okay. Yeah, but he was showing it back then. He got uh, injured, so he kind of got derailed.
1: That's right. Okay.
0: So maybe yeah, that'll be interesting. But I think that they need they, they need depth on SmackDown. It's not a, it's not a, they got guys, but what happened to Jack Swagger? Remember they bought Jack Swagger just to lose to Baron Corbin. We ain't seen him <laughs> since. Like yeah. Uh, I mean they see that. Apollo to definitely, Cruz is getting, he's getting beaten a fair fight to <laughs> Dolph Ziggler after Dolph Ziggler I, had a match Like,
1: Man, Apollo needs he needs something. I don't know.
0: He needs an yeah, attitude, I think Dolph but. could do like the same way the same way um Sami Zayn brought Braun up and then Braun brought Sami up. Because Sami wouldn't have been in the main event in that, that main event without Braun, but Braun wouldn't right. have been in that position without Sami. Right. Because Sammy kind of brought, yeah, like the fact, because when they first started, Sammy was above him. Because that was Braun's first interaction action with like a real person. He was just doing yeah. the, the job of stuff. So yeah. he brought him up. And since he's over him, he brought Sammy kind of up the same way. So maybe if they did something with that situation like that, they it can kind of, um, Dolph could kind of bring Apollo up. And then maybe Apollo get over and bring Dolph back up at the end, you know, something like that. Cause I feel like Dolph is a hill is gonna be get these some of these struggling baby faces good matches and get them on TV and give them a chance.
1: Mm, yeah,
0: because that because Dolph he Dolph, Dolph got over Baron Corbin like he needed to get a lot of credit for that.
1: He did, he did, he got, Cause he got
0: him over he got him on Raw and SmackDown like they came over together.
1: He did, yeah, he did a lot for him. I'm, I'm actually, I wasn't believing in Baron Corbin for a while, but I, I kind of, I can see it now. I feel like he's got potential, man.
0: It was a promo in um, NXT he had cut, and from there I was like, all right. In the beginning I hated him, like when, <laughs> when um at the first NXT Takeover in Brooklyn. Oh man, I, was boo- I booed, I him out the he building, like get out of here. When he lost to Samoa I was so happy. Yeah,
1: but he's got he's got he gets legit heat, and it's not a lot of guys who you legitimately hate on the show. I mean, but they got they got some of the best heels I think with Miz, him, like they're they're doing well, and now Dog. Thing? Yeah, he was great on talking smack.
0: Yeah, great on talking smack, like that—that that confidence. Even Shane McMahon liked to kind of, kind of giving, putting him over to him. Like, right, They see something in him. Yeah, they like, I, felt like shame, I felt like the I felt like the Shane comments would kind of shoot.
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel it's
0: like, it, had a, it had a real feel to it.
1: Yeah, it did. They—they they definitely believe in this dude. So I think he can do a lot. He might come out of the Royal Rumble, or I could see him winning the Elimination Chamber. To be honest, I could see it happening.
0: Yeah, I could see it happening.
1: Ooh. That uh, would be nice. I don't but know. who would
0: you who would you have fight him at, at, at Mania?
1: Oh uh, man. And then
0: you just you give it let Cena. Let Cena have him. <laughs> Cena? Cena? So so hold off and let Cena get the coronation at Mania? Yeah. Like, but the I mean, match that the match that I need that the match I've been waiting for since I can't even remember. Like it had to be is Undertaker Cena. Like And yeah, I also I tweeted this it. out a couple weeks ago too. The interact, the amount of interaction that John Cena, and Undertaker had, like I, I would look it up. I should have had that um on hand, but it's like they, they, only, they, they only, they've had like it have not been in the ring together since two th- two, since two
1: thousand and ten. Wow, that's crazy.
0: And all, overall, they had um a couple tag matches and in and like four single matches they split, and the tag matches were split too.
1: So they just kept them away from each other. What if they they throw
0: away from each other?
1: What if they throw the loop of all loops and Roman somehow wins the title? Cena, wait—they didn't say if these guys are also going to be in the Royal Rumble, but I'm guessing Jericho is
0: too, right? Yeah, Jericho is because but Jericho's not in the match though. He's just in
1: the cage. Okay, he's just in the cage. That's right. So
0: what if like Jericho pulls
1: it off and then they eventually do the Jericho versus Owens thing? You think they're going to actually do that? I thought it was going to be for the US. It'll be for US. You think?
0: Yeah, because you can start building like U.S. title been kind of mm. just sitting on the people that had it the last the last year. Like you yeah. see what you see the work they did with the Intercontinental title and everything John Cena did with the U.S. Open Challenge is it like it's all going it's all for nothing. It's all like, gone, yeah.
1: Like he brought so much. All money. the
0: prestige is, all the prestige is gone.
1: Yeah, like John Cena held that title down and was putting on the best matches of his career. So like, like
0: and you know why the story, you know why it works because. Sake, and now I really want Roman to win, cause Roman takes the title of Kevin Owens, and the the most over people on the show are now gonna be focused on the United States Championship. Cause now how Kevin used to come out holding the title, now when they come out together, Jericho gonna have the title, and it's gonna be the US. So we're gonna start to put some more attention on that title, and build it up, build it up. They finally had their match at WrestleMania. That that, and then for the next year, you could you could give it to Owens or something, and have them have him work with a call up, and start building from there. Like you. A lot of things you can do with it. There's a lot that can happen. Wow. Okay. I so, that, what I do you think that should be like a um, like since Raw has three hours, I think that should be a focus of building up the United States title again.
1: That would be that would be dope. I want to see that happen. All right. And so, do the
0: Jericho Owens Austin.
1: We got one more match on this tight on this uh, Royal Rumble card, as far as I know, that we haven't talked about. Uh, not even sure if you care, but it should be a good match. Uh, Rich Swan versus. Oh, oh,
0: this is this, this the match I'm most excited for.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this probably should be. I mean, outside of Styles and Cena, should be. The oh match, yeah, yeah. Match well, of course, of
0: course. In the, the Royal Rumble, but like them. No, honestly though, those are givens. But this is that match I'm most Vested in. Like ah. Yeah. So but I also it's but it's it's a bit, like this one is sad because if. Like I tweeted, if <laughs> if Rich Swann loses, that like that Black Excellence photo was all over, man. Like that was the last, that's the last title left. Like he's the left. last, like,
1: like, the last hope. They
0: got they got those. It took them less than a month to get them belts off, of yeah, everybody I mean, like, yeah. oh yo, yeah, y'all yo, play it. All right, we got y'all. Black like
1: Excellence,
0: huh? I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take <laughs> that. They, they said though, Rich McMahon watched it, and I I imagine him doing Mr. Burns. He was like, excellent. All right, I got you. We can get ready. Wow. Yeah, they, they
1: he'd be the last one. But um, that,
0: yeah, that so be but, an I but match. Neville needs that. They should be but a great match. that match.
1: Neville's been amazing. He's doing such great work. I'm like.
0: So if um you didn't finish the tournament, you didn't see night two then, right? No, I didn't see it yet. Oh, alright. So yeah, Neville we have he had a good match on there too. Nice. Okay. Alright, uh, I'm probably to watch that tonight then. So yeah, what do you what do you think's happening in this match? Is is, is Neville getting? Oh, there I think right? yeah, I think yeah, yeah. It's, it's, time. <laughs> it's time. It's time. It's Tom, and it's not. It's no offense to Rich Swan. I think Rich Wan has done probably the best out of the cruiserweights that came up from the beginning.
1: Yeah.
0: Like out of that first batch, Cedric Alexander, like he got a storyline, and that's cool too. I'm ready to see him transition into some some more serious things. Yeah. But
1: yeah. But that I mean, man, I think so. He's still. I mean, I liked what Kendrick was doing as well. Um, I liked his
0: story. He was just he ate, yeah. but I, I think overall, cause Rich Swan, we watched him kind of. Kendrick came in. I don't know what happened with TJ, but. Well, TJ, it was the segments with TJ, it was the voice acting, like yeah, the, the, talk doing, the talking, the great. video game dialogue, like. <laughs> hey, you gotta level up, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like it was oh, like, man, uh, your controller's unplugged. <laughs> like nah, <laughs> like I right, got. Right, he's like Sir Lancelot. Like ah, oh, yeah, yeah. You got it. Yeah, that wasn't great. <laughs> yeah. But, <I> um, <laughs> and you like, and you, you know how you, you the man when it come to this. The video game influence. I mean, is losing, I'm all like, about
1: games, like. But so you, yeah, like it's, it's that's a. little... If you say that,
0: that <laughs> if it's too much for you, then they need to they need to reconsider what they're doing. Like. <laughs> yeah, I
1: feel like, come on, this is a guy that dabs, that wears Jordans, <laughs> uh, and, you know, like energy
0: balls. Yo, I'm so in. I got like when he first came out with it, they said I was hating, on, I was hating on him, and I'm like, no, I just don't like it, like, and that's coming from me, somebody that like that type of music, and that's like right around the time where I released a song like that. And I'm like, no, I don't, it's not about that. I just don't like it, like. Yeah, that's not you know. But your version, I like, I like your song, your song, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, thank. You. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. There I go. That's my, that's my joy. Like, <laughs> I appreciate it. All right, so. I appreciate it. I, I heard it first, like, well, not first, that. but I'll Yeah, like, I remember you me. was, you was like,
1: first one that told me, like, yo, this is dope. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was on it. Oh, man. Okay, so,
1: last piece, I guess, is uh, we, we've been through several uh, really good takes on what's happening. So, um, the Hall of Fame announcement, is that uh, Kurt Angle, the man with the three eyes, <laughs> yes is getting in the hall <laughs> that I legit like marked out. I was going crazy. Yeah. i been even afraid. with
0: even knowing what happened. Like ah,
1: yeah, this is just a great redemption story. I think
0: so. This is my wrestling life. I'm gonna tell you my wrestling life. I could sum it up in a few sentences. Okay. As a youngster, Coco beware. Mm, okay. But from Coco beware, and then it was like um I forgot who it was. Then you know the Hogan phase. Never like warrior nothing. I went back and started liking Macho Man as it, as, as I was older, but it was Coco Weird, Hogan, Bret Hart, Kurt Angle, <laughs> like, and wow. from Kurt Angle to Edge, and that's the rest of the way. So like, that's in my lineage. Just like, all right, I right, that's what that was my guy, like my main wow. guy. So we gotta I'm push. So
1: we gotta push for Coco Beware to get in the Hall of Fame. Then is is yeah. he in there?
0: Yeah, he's already in there. Oh, he's in there. My man certified. My man certified. All right, cool. Frankie, but, Frankie, he got the he in it. Frankie in, in it. it. <laughs> he was on the stage doing the bird. My man Frankie, I had I had one of, um, when I was a kid. My um, fifth grade gradu oh, my my first grade graduation. You know, you graduate from kindergarten and go to first grade. Uh huh. It was a fest. It was like a, a festival. My mom's was of a big bird named Frankie. Hmm. I had a bro named Freggy. Nah. Yeah, uh, Yeah. Coco beware, man. Wow. That was my that was my guy coming up. That's the guy. So you know, I guess just gravitating, you know, you gravitate to what's like you, man. That was, we didn't have many representations. I'm like, all right, I'll take it. Nice. Yeah,
1: man. Like, it was, you know, we didn't see many many people of color. So it was like when you see a brother up there, you're like, yo, here we go, you know. So and, and, it's, and, oh, you get behind them. Like, Junkyard Dog yeah, and all those guys were, were my time. Yeah, and, yeah. So, yeah, I feel you.
0: That's before they started, like, that's before they, it, it got bad, but it was comfortable when they started doing like Harlem Heat and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Because at the time, they still had respect. They had yeah. a little bit of respect. They was a little scared to do a certain thing. So you're not going to win a lot of matches, but at least you ain't going to, you, you got to dance, but at least you, you know what I mean? You're not out here like <laughs> a gangster. <tonight. laughs>
1: right, right. Not a gangster, though. All right, so. Not yet, not yet. What is, okay, so do you think, or have, you, have you heard any rumblings as far as the Hall of Fame class? Like, who else is gonna get into it? What's the rumored list? Like what? Who's on the ballot? Rick
0: Rude, I think. Okay. I think Rick Rude, right? Okay, I haven't heard, so I was just wondering. Yeah, Rick uh, Rude and uh I, and I um Victoria, I think it was Victoria was another person too. Okay. Where? Which is cool. That's cool. I can I can
1: deal with that. Um,
0: now I heard there's anybody rumors. you think That's um a, I, you you think the only thing gonna happen?
1: I don't know, man. It needs to. Um,
0: like it's not. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't it? Doesn't feel right. No, nah, but if they get Rick Rude in for real, that's a nice piece that deserves to be in. And Kurt Angle being back in the fold is a positive for everybody. Like,
1: yeah. Um, I've read some rumors of DDP, which is. Over oh DDP. yeah, DDP too. Yeah, I forgot about DDP. Um, I I thought he was already in. I was like, wait, DDP. Well, because Jake's in. So I, I think. Was like ah, but
0: they did okay. the um. It's because the story's so close together. With you know, with the documentary too, it kind of made it feel like they all got inducted when he was up there and they raised their hands.
1: Yeah, yeah. It
0: was like it kind of made it feel like because every the other two are. So it kind of you know it kind of made it feel like it was him too. But yeah. uh, he deserves it.
1: Oh, absolutely um so we talked about rick and even if we just Um,
0: if we just talking strictly off in ring like his wcw run is, i mean because they don't have a hall of fame so you got to start honoring some of the people that did that contributed there i mean they call it wwe but it's a pro wrestling hall of fame so off his wcw run alone he he, he deserved to be in
1: absolutely another guy who's probably his best stuff might have been in wcw but you know people know him now for what he's doing in nxt is william regal what do you think
0: oh yeah I feel but like more, that's of a, absolutely... more of a more of an like ambassador type of like role is for the for what he's done. I mean, yeah. his wrestling. I don't think he's ever really been the guy. And the one time that he had a chance is when I yo that was a good moment. Remember when he went to King of the Ring and it was like I guess they was maybe even gonna give him a position and then he like he filled like a drug test or something. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, because he had he he, had um, he was like the commissioner and the king, and yeah. I think Punk was the champion at the time and. And that wasn't a strong champion. Like, so if things would have shook out well, we probably could have seen that happen. Like, yeah, I think he was—he was, he was kind of ready.
1: Uh, then, man. then that happened. Um, another guy that's been mentioned a lot is Christian. So, what do you think? Yeah, yeah your, it's your, your boy's best friend
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> slash, slash brother slash brother. Yeah. Uh, um, grandma's life favorite. Life. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. Grand—he's grandma's favorite. Christian, Grandma Edna, I think. That did he? Um, I mean, I don't remember. Did he ever win the world title? In WWE. Yep. I feel like he did. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He won it. He won it twice. He won it in a ladder match from Del Rio, mm-hmm. and then he won it by oh, um, he won it by disqualification when um he in Randy on face. Okay. okay. And um and then Randy like hit him with a chair. son he snapped. Cause remember they had that match match where they kept getting disqualified, and then it was the stipulation if um Randy lose by disqualification. Christian can still win the title, yeah. but he only had it for one pay per view. He lost it the next, he lost it, was, it in the next, on oh, the next pay per view. It
1: was quick, I remember that. Okay. Yeah,
0: but uh, remember his, his, his title run was bad worked. because I'm sorry, I'm sorry, like the Christian title run, like it's a world title run, but it, it kind of it was only for a resume because remember he lost it the the first te- the first television. He won it, and then Randy challenged him, and Randy uh, beat him for the title, and then that started his heel turn.
1: Okay, okay, yeah, I do remember that. Ah, all right also oh, last one that they haven't mentioned yet but uh i feel like deserves it due to his uh accomplishments throughout wrestling uh
0: big van vader what do you think oh yeah yeah vader definitely for um, just like because we can sometimes accolades aren't the only thing that matter when we do the hall of fame and perception i remember being like around for vader's like height and the things you could do to change people's perception for wrestling and as how people how it's viewed mm-hmm. should count too. And having a big man be that dominant around the time and the matches be kind of legitimate as opposed to, you know, the punchy kicky matches. It was like <laughs> real matches he was working. Yeah. And that 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 kinda, and that's around the time where I started dabbling in the W's, because I used to just be superstars and, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then you know your hunger for wrestling and you start going through the TV guide and you see that as well. Oh, yeah, TV guide, drop the TV guide reference. <laughs> like, not the channel, not the channel, the actual book.
1: Like, uh, like oh, you mean you the guide, the guide channel.
0: Yeah, like, like the, real, the, the real, the real small book. book. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> sure but like, like, yo, you go through there and you start seeing different programs. Like, oh, that's wrestling too, like, you know? So you start, you start venturing out and finding different, like different things. And uh, yeah, that was, I feel like, yeah, that he should definitely be in there for his work as a big man. And, is working in Japan because yeah. you know they count everything. Absolutely. His WWF run, I'm I'm avoiding it because it wasn't <laughs> really it like. It wasn't
1: great. Yo, yeah, I listened to a really good podcast. Something to wrestle with Bruce Prichard. Oh, oh Yo. me too, man. Yo, Yo, that show, that show. Is great. And so he he has a great I story later talking about how they just never could really get him off the ground and how like you know his stuff with Shawn Michaels,
0: like it was really interesting. And, um, um, you um you you censor this, right? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> oh, I know, I because it was a Vader promo. where, Like one of his last promos, he lost a match. And, then, and oh, um, man. Doc had just come up to him, and he's like, "Oh," <laughs> he says, "Um, oh, hey Vader, he lost the cane. He's like, "What's going on?" He's like, What's, "I thought it was Vader's time." He was like, "I don't know, maybe Vader time's over. Maybe I'm just a big fat piece of shit." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh man, yeah, I remember that."
1: I was like,
0: "Wow." Like poor Vader, oh, I felt so bad for him. Like, uh,
1: yeah, and they were like they were like that wasn't in that wasn't his line, like he didn't have to <laughs> say that. <laughs> Like,
0: he just, just, just buried himself, just, like this big fat just, piece of shit. He just buried himself. He didn't have to say that. Like, no, that wasn't his line. Like, we didn't give him that. Yeah, I've been watching my language the whole time, you know just what I mean? Crazy. I don't even curse in my music no more was, that though. That was worth it. That Cause that one it, time man. I had like, I did a John, I did the John Cena freestyle mm-hmm. and then I tweeted it out and like the first line is the curse. And I'm like, yeah, that's probably not the best thing to do. Like, so uh, I'm like, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'm done cursing. Yeah, it's, it's good to Real be. life, I curse, but not in the music.
1: It's like, worth for family-friendly stuff, you know? You don't want to turn yeah. family off with it. But, um, yeah. so anyway, yo, this has been a great show, man. I've been really enjoying yeah, it. So.
0: Yeah, it's fun,
1: Like we, we could chat <laughs> forever. This will be the longest episode ever. But, um, <laughs> I'm,
0: trying to get, I'm trying to make a Brock debut. Next week, they're going to be like, wait, oh, yeah, what well, i <laughs> like, yeah. No vignette no or nothing. I just came out of nowhere. <laughs> right. Like, oh, all okay, KO. Oh.
1: Just wrecked the whole set. <laughs> All right, so, so before we go, though, I got to get you to give me a music selection. And uh, the selection has got to be something that you would come to the ring to. Back in the day when I, was, when I first got into wrestling, we used to make cardboard wrestling belts. Like, we would draw em. <laughs> and we would oh, we would
0: really like to try to wrestle and have champions on the block. That, like, yeah, we had playground we had playground um, Saturday morning playground wrestling. Yeah.
1: That, so wasn't that wasn't the name
0: of it, but we had a federation.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah, we did too. And so yeah, we had a federation. When it was time for me to come to the ring, I would set up my little boombox and I would play Beastie Boys No Sleep Till Brooklyn. That, oh. was, that was my <laughs> interest music. Dad, dad. <laughs> You know what I mean. So it it (laughs) sounded hard, like some like some road warriors type stuff. So I would just come to the ring smashing. And uh, so, what is the
0: song you would come to the ring to? Yeah, you know, your time for your legit debut. All right. So because I rap, like I wouldn't, I would definitely not do anything like that. I would come to the ring to Mooney Suzuki, Alava Amplified. Nice. A lot of Amplify would be my entrance theme. You can start it up from the beginning and everything. You give me some pyro and I get to do my thing. Like, yo, you could that whole song. And even if you want if you want to cut through, like at the end of the match, you don't got to play the intro. You know how you could yeah, you edit play the it M4. for the end of the matches. Yeah. You could put it anywhere in that song and it will be perfect. And it would still be dope. It's like tri, it's a triumphant. It's like, it lets you know I'm here. I'm feeling good. I'm positive and yeah let's go wow, live a, and amplified
1: that's a great show okay we're gonna go into that actually right now to end off the show thank you once again rated off for joining me uh thank
0: you for is- a lot li- thank you first of all and another thing i just want to say thank you for the opportunity and you and artists like you like y'all make it so that people that can pick up the pen and want to pursue this don't have to rap about the same things that everybody else does you don't have to talk about turning up even though that's cool too you don't have to do drugs and sell drugs and kill people and stuff like that you can rap about your interests and make it okay like and and i appreciate you for paving the way and even giving this platform for people to come on your show and then, like it's just a lot you're giving back to the culture kind of like you, man. a full-time of that giving back like you know you know what i mean like like jericho kind of thing <laughs>
1: i'll be trying to man i'll try so thank you yeah. i appreciate thank it you, I'm the, oh uh, that's a good comparison i'm the, I'm the jericho uh, of, yeah,
0: other
1: nerd rap game this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. Drink That's it in, up. man. That's what's up. Uh, drink it in, man. All right, well, we out of here, man. Thank. You. Oh, tell the people how they can get in touch with you, man. all the. All the oh yes, yes,
0: yes. Here. My name is Rated All, but on Twitter I'm Unicorn Papa. That's Unicorn P A P A. You can also put that in on the Instagram, and from there you can find my SoundCloud and all that stuff. Yeah, I talk wrestling all day. Yeah, make I do gifts all of that stuff. Come, come have fun. We we have a good time on my Twitter. Just reached a thousand followers. Thank you very much. here one K, one K, baby. All right, <laughs> baby steps, baby
1: steps. That's what's up. All right, cool. I will holla at you soon, man.